Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles. I thank you so very much for being with me today as we are recording episode seven of season three of Weathering the Storm on the Scattered Abroad Network. And the title of this lesson today, this episode, is how we can weather the storm when our minds won't slow down. Weathering the storm when our minds won't slow down. If you're like me, then, then you know the feeling of your mind having all kinds of things on it. And I'll just share this with you very quickly from a personal standpoint. From the moment I wake up in the morning, my mind is racing. And when I lay down at night, I'm finally able to find a little bit of uh, peace, I guess you could say. Uh, I'll I'll say I'll say my prayers, brush my teeth, lay in bed, and and if if Brittany's already there, then we'll watch some HGTV together. If not, then I'll turn on ACC Network or Sports Center and and have an opportunity to to you know, watch something and kind of get lost in a ball game for a little bit before I before I doze off to sleep. But from the moment I wake up, my mind is going. I've got to wake up. I've got to get myself ready. I've got to get. Uh, two of my children up because they go to school with me in the morning. I teach Bible class first thing in the morning, so I have to get ready for that. And then I'm traveling back uh, to the office to study, and I've got to do uh, my study here and then think about things that are going on with the congregation, uh, what's going on uh, this week, next week. On top of that, uh, writing a newspaper article each week and bulletin article and things of that nature so every single day, my mind is, is racing. Well, that's just a normal week. When I went up a few weeks back, this was in October of 2021, I went to Pulaski, Tennessee, where, of course, we gathered with the Scattered Abroad Network to uh, record some episodes together, to plan together, to enjoy that time of fellowship together. And leaving Pulaski, I went to my hometown of Adairsville to preach a gospel meeting. And so Sunday through Wednesday, my mind was rolling, just trying to make sure I can keep everything on track, remember what I'm about to be preaching, remember what I'm going to study, remember what I need to say. My mind was rolling and trying to work through all of this. Well, then Thursday is when my dad passed away. So that added a whole new element to my mind and the things that were going in my mind. What are we going to do? Where are we going to stay tonight? Uh, what do I need to do in you know between now and the funeral? What arrangements need to be made? Who do I need to call? Who do I need to contact and, and let them know what's happened? So much was going on. I can remember that night we stayed in the hotel room and just remember sitting up in the bed and my mind was just I, I can't remember ever being in a moment when my mind was spinning as fast as it was right then. So many thoughts, so many different emotions. So I say all that to say this. I know what it's like to have your mind racing. I know what it's like when your mind just, you just won't slow down. There's so many things on your mind, so many things on your plate that you're you're trying to get done, you're trying to accomplish. That can be a storm. So how can we weather the storm when our minds won't slow down? 
Before we dive into our study today, I do want to remind you that this podcast is on a, a network, the Scattered Abroad Network, and we want to encourage you to go and to visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. If you have a comment, a question, anything at all, please email us, contact us at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, check us out on Instagram, and certainly we ask that you pray for this effort as we strive to spread the gospel to as many souls as possible. If you have your Bibles, I want to invite you to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. And we're going to be introduced to a, to a woman here whose mind was racing. Her mind would not slow down. And Jesus is going to be here as well, and he's going to help her realize that she needs to take the time to slow down and focus on what truly matters. And I believe by going through this text and looking at some of the application, it can help us to weather the storm when the mind simply won't slow down. I want to begin by reading this text and bring out some points uh, throughout the episode. Luke chapter 10, 38 through 42. And if you're following along, I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Now it happened as they went that he, speaking of Jesus, entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. Notice here that Jesus is the one who comes into this certain village. He has been teaching and preaching. That, of course, was uh, the mission of Jesus, to come and to seek and to save that which was lost, Luke 19.10. To come that they might have life and have it more abundantly was the reason that he came, John 10.10. 10. And, of course, he came to do the will of his Father. He came not to do his own will, but the will of him who sent him, is what we find in John 6 and verse 38. And we think about Jesus and his purpose to go and to preach and teach, like we find in Mark 1, 38. Here he's doing just that. He's going about and he's teaching. But then he comes to the house of this certain woman named Martha. We know from John chapter 11 and chapter 12 that Martha was the sister of Lazarus. And this suggests that she was the oldest uh, of uh, the family here with her sister Mary because she welcomed him into her house. So again, it carries the idea that this was hers. She was the oldest. She was the owner of the home. But then we, we are introduced to her sister Mary. And the Bible says that she sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. So here we find Martha who is running around the house seemingly, trying to get things done, trying to, to get things prepared. And then you have Mary, who is sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him teach. So I want you to picture that. And picture Martha and her mindset at this time. Her mind is running around as she is running around. And sometimes you and I can feel that way, trying to get things done throughout the day. Our mind just won't slow down. It can turn into a storm, and it can cause a lot of issues. 
Let's look at some of the language here that I believe can, can help us. We notice that Martha's focus, her, her mentality, her perspective is physical and earthly in nature. The Bible says that she was distracted. The word distracted in the King James Version is the word cumbered. She's cumbered about with much serving. The word cumbered means to be over-occupied or to be pulled away. You know, there are so many things in our lives that can pull us away from what truly matters. And it's not to say that those aren't inherently bad things. They're good things. You know, I think about my schedule. Uh, baseball's coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, when January will be here before you know it. And I'm going to be spending time at the field. I need to make sure that I don't spend so much time there or put so much time there that, that I'm failing to spend time at home or I'm failing to put time into my study. And so there are some good things. That's not a bad thing. Baseball's, in my opinion, the greatest game in the world, and I love it. And I love being on the field. I love uh, being able to coach. But I need to understand that there are things more important. You see, Martha here was distracted. She's doing good things. She's serving, but it wasn't the most important thing. Her mind just would not slow down. Jesus is trying to get her to realize what's going on. So she was distracted. Then it says she was distracted with much serving. The word serving here, diakonia, you hear in that deacon, this, uh, this idea of, of hospitable service. Uh, she is looking to serve and to help in any way she can. She's being a good host, right? She, she's doing what anyone would be doing when someone comes into their home. She's doing good things. But she's not focusing on the one needful thing. In fact, it says that Martha, because she was distracted much serving, she approached Jesus. The American Standard Version says she came to him suddenly. Strong says to assault. So you picture Martha, whatever she's holding in her hand, throwing it to the ground and, and coming up quickly to Jesus. And she says, why don't you tell Mary to get up and come help me? Tell her to help me. She has left me to serve alone. The phrase tell her literally means order her with authority. So Martha's upset. And when you and I go through our day, if we're not careful, all the things that we know we've got to get done can lead to us having a short fuse. And we can become upset, and that can become a storm that brews over time and then just unloads. And others can, unfortunately, bear the pain of that storm if we're not careful. But I want you to notice what Jesus said to Martha. Martha, Martha. There's a reason why he repeated her name. It's for emphasis sake. Think about what Jesus said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Or when David lost his son, Oh, Absalom, Absalom. When names are repeated, there, there's a great emphasis there. Jesus wants Martha to slow down and to focus on what truly matters. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. The word worried there in the King James says you are careful. It means to be greatly or overly concerned with. You are worried. You are greatly, you are overly concerned. 
and troubled. The word troubled means to be disturbed in mind or to be uneasy. You ever felt that way? You ever felt like your mind was going to explode because it's racing so fast? I got to get this done. I got to get that done. I've got this deadline. That can be a storm. Martha was experiencing that storm, and it led to this outburst, led to this anger that she felt. But Jesus, in a loving, calm way, says, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things. But then notice the contrast. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen the good part. See, Martha says, Lord, she's left me alone. She, she is doing, she's not doing what's right. Jesus says, no, 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 she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. There are things in this house that need to be done, but what's more important is sitting at the feet of Jesus. That's what we find in this text. These three individuals, we see the perspective of, of, of Jesus and Mary being on the same page. But Martha, her mind, everything was racing. She had so much she was trying to get done. And again, you and I can do the same exact thing. So how can we weather the storm? What application can we learn uh, from this text that can help us when we are worried and troubled about many things, when our mind won't slow down? I want to invite you to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. This, of course, is Jesus uh, speaking on the Sermon on the Mount. And this great section When Jesus says over and over again, do not worry. Now, that's that's easier said than done, right? You tell somebody who's worried sick, hey, don't worry about it. Um, I know the feeling. It's painful. It's tough. You say, listen, I I can't just sit here. I've got to do things. My mind is, is racing. I've got to get things done. I want you to listen to Jesus. And reflect on your own life and reflect on your own schedule, your own busy schedule, and ask yourself, are my priorities where they ought to be? Am I really and truly focusing on what's most important? And if we do that, I believe it'll help us. It'll help us to slow down. It'll help us to be still and know that God is there. Psalm 46.10. But let's read this together. Matthew chapter 6, 25 through 34. Jesus says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, and neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. So what's the antidote? 
Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Jesus over and over and over again emphasized the importance of not worrying about things that don't really matter. Now that's not to say that the things that we go through from a maybe a financial standpoint or chores around the house, that those aren't things that, that need to be done. They are. But if those take precedence, if we put those before focusing on the spiritual and heavenly things, then that's when we have an issue. That's when there's a problem. And if our mind won't be able to slow down, then we won't be able to meditate day and night on the law of the Lord, Psalm 1. See, that's what's most important. When your mind won't slow down, and when you're trying to weather the storm, you're trying to process everything, you're trying to think, how am I going to get through this? Remember the calming words of Jesus. Do not worry. God will take care of you. These things that you're worried about, the necessities of life, the things that I've got to get this done, God's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of it. You do your part and you seek first the kingdom. You put the kingdom first in everything that you think about, everything that you say, everything that you do in life. Let that be your lifestyle. I'm seeking first the kingdom and God will take care of you. All these things shall be added unto you. The Apostle Paul points us to the importance of being careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6. You see, that's what we have to do. We have to focus on what's truly important, what truly matters. And that'll help us to slow down. That'll help our minds to slow down. And ultimately, that'll help us to weather the storm. I thank you so much for listening today, and I hope that something that has been said will help you, that it'll be beneficial for you, and that all of us together can can really reevaluate and to make sure our priorities are where they ought to be. And hopefully this will help us to weather the storm when our minds simply won't slow down. Again, I thank you, and may God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.